Welcome to the Thought Garden on the air, where entrepreneurs who have a story to tell come to bring out their inner author. I'm your host, Alexis Quintel, also the CEO and owner of Rosarium PR and Marketing Collective. Rosarium is a public relations and marketing firm. Um, we focus on supporting business owners with a personal brand, and many of them also have a story to tell and are interested in becoming an author. So today we're excited to talk with Alex Santiago, the owner and creative strategist behind Social Mosaic Communications, and recently published author of the book, Stop Asking for Logos. <laughs> we are excited to talk to Alex about his experience with creative branding projects and some of the organization he's involved in. Um, and I'll definitely put a, a link to his book, Stop Asking for Logos, in the podcast description. And I'm definitely a huge fan and can't wait to read, read through it. Um, so welcome, Alex. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> so why don't you start off just kind of tell us about yourself and where you're from and what your family life was like for growing up. For sure. So, yeah, so my name is Alex. I have been in the ad industry for 20 years. I started in marketing very, very young. I was uh, in high school, actually. And my original path was very music-centric. Um, and I went to my first go around in college. I went to Florida Southern College um, for a marketing business. And I quickly realized that that was not the path that I wanted to be in. So yeah. I ended up working. I ended up working in, uh, in corporate America where some important mentors helped me learn and realize that there was a whole other side of, of marketing, which was mass communication. So I was encouraged to go to portfolio school and USF was in the middle of, of building a portfolio school. So I went to the Zimmerman program in, in Tampa and that's what kickstarted my career as a copywriter. Um, so I've been a, a copywriter uh, ever since. I graduated back in 2011 and cre uh, that creative copywriting kind of got me into strategy, strategy and creative helped me bounce into a creative direction. And from creative direction, um, through the whole process, I, uh, I always had this entrepreneurial spirit of, you know what, mm -hmm. I'll just do it myself. And there's a lot of different right. reasons that, there's a lot of different reasons why that happened. Um, yeah. But it was basically, but it was basically kind of embedded in my DNA um, coming from the music, from the music side of things. It was very much, um, you know, I was, writing my own music, I was running my own productions, I was booking my own shows, and then I was actually producing the shows. So that spirit kind of like built this world where, you know what, if you don't have an opportunity, build it yourself. And that spirit is what uh, helped me invent this idea of, I'll just make my own agency without knowing what that really meant. Um, yeah. And it has stayed with me ever since. So um, the agency concept was born back in 2009 because I honestly couldn't get an internship. Even though I had experience, I couldn't get an internship in an ad agency. So I built my portfolio, my personal portfolio, became my agency portfolio, quote unquote. And that was kind of like the beginnings of, of it all. And that's where Social yeah. Mosaic was born from. And then in 2021, same thing happened with the book that you mentioned. Um, I was very much, uh, I was very much in this place where people have been telling me for so long, "You're such a great teacher. You're such a great teacher." You know, when you hear something so often, 
you kind of start to like believe in your own hype kind of thing. And I was right. like, you know what? Yeah. So <laughs> I've had this notion of writing a book. You know, some people, again, friends throughout my career have always been encouraged me. You should write a book, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what if, what would that look like? So I had this book in my head for so long. Mm. And, you know, I had this outline in my mind for so long that um, I used to kind of test bits and pieces on social media as micro content, you know, stories and this and that and the other. And then those tests helped me refine my in into, into this book. And I had a wild hair in 2021. I was like, you know what? Do it. And I, yeah. um, so I, I went on and, and I did it uh, independently as well. And okay. that took- You self-published? It was self-published, so that that okay. turned into a two-year project because I had no idea what yeah. I was doing, obviously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um, so anyway, so so that has been um, a condensed version. You know, I'm a father of three, been married for 17 years. Just celebrated my 17th anniversary. Um, wow. Just working, working really hard to try to make it in the ad industry, and now shifting to different things. Right, right. I love that. I love that. I just, I want to hear a little bit more about your story too. Like, did you have a role model or a mentor who kind of impacted you and helped guide you along the way? For sure. So I've had incredibly important people in every, in every step of the way. So the person who actually got me into marketing was uh, my high school, Kathleen High School here in Lakeland, Florida. It happened to be a Puerto Rican, a Puerto Rican woman. And I met her and, you know, you had that automatic kind of like Islands um, connection, and right. she just told me, and she was like, "You're gonna take my class, you know, and, and that's it." And I was like, "Okay." Um, yeah. So she's the one who got me into marketing classes. Um, she knew who I worked for. She knew that I was in music. So she was the first person who really like presented this as an option, right? Which in this industry happens very rarely, especially to people of color. So. Um, so that was like my first person who truly like changed my whole uh, my whole career. Then yeah. from there, I got into Publix when I was 19 years old. And I was in Publix corporate when I was 19 in the marketing department. I was a bilingual, uh, essentially a bilingual uh, technical writer and translator. And in there, there was a collection of copywriters who became my absolute true mentors and, and coaches uh, at the time. They introduced me to copywriting. They let me shadow. They told me what classes to take. They, they gave me universities to look into, programs to look into. They literally held my hand. One of them is still very, very close to me. And she was the inspiration to write a book um, because she wrote okay. it. She wrote her own book, Sarah Rosinski. Um, she was just, she was incredible back then. She's incredible now. Um, shout out to shout, uh, shout out to Sarah. She wrote uh, on Flubbify your writing, and um, she's just incredible. On Flubbify. Um, oh, cool. She is, yeah. <laughs> I like how she made up her own word. I love it. Um, let me find Very it. Creative. I need to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love how. Yeah, sometimes it's just seeing other people take that path and really be able to absolutely right to f complete this goal that they had in mind it kind of 
inspires you like, okay, I can do this as well. Absolutely. So she was very much that person. Then um, at Florida, uh, at the University of South Florida, I had a couple of uh, I had a couple of professors who really changed my life. Kobe was one of them who got me yeah. got me into MAPE and um, obviously guided me through through my my two years over there. And then prior to that, uh, Kara Osborne, Professor Osborne, uh, she has been she's actually. She's those two are the two people who are, um, you know, in the book because they shaped the professional like a hundred percent. So, um, yeah. So those what roles that they have amazing. in the book. I'm, I'm so um, well, they were so they were so important in the foundations of what it is, you know, what it means to be a professional in marketing from a history of, of marketing and advertising. And they were both so present. And they both pushed me in very unique ways. And they both stayed through my whole career. I mean, to this point, I still connect with them. Um, so they are just so incredibly special. Um, you know, and obviously with you being in Tampa, uh, the Tampa Bay area, these are names that are, are respected. And I just love, um, I love them both. They're, they're incredible people. So they were very, very important to me. And um, once I get into the ad industry, I've had a couple of people who have actually held my hand in, in mentorship and have helped me guide. Um, very specific. Um, I need to give a shout out to Jorge Vallejo uh, down in South Florida in Fort Lauderdale. He is an incredible art director. Uh, he was the first person who challenged me to think like an art director as a copywriter. And just kind of like be, you know, turn me into a machine because all of a sudden I was this copywriting trained person with a marketing business background, right? Like now being challenged, you think like an art director. And um, so he changed me forever. And then um, in the industry, Kenny Thacker, who is the founder of 100 Roses from Concrete, um, has been incredibly important in my professional moves and my entrepreneurial moves as well in my nonprofit work. Um, so as you can tell, a lot of different people have been uh, important parts of my life. And that's why I am such a big believer in giving back and in mentoring and in, in coaching. Right. What goes uh, around comes around. You so have to. I, so I feel a, a responsibility. Yeah. I, I legitimately feel a responsibility yeah. to give back. So yeah, yeah, a lot of people. I love that. Thank you. Okay, so I want to hear, is there any, was there any major like changes in your life that really caused you to, whether you wanted to or not, like shift directions, um, but in the end, you grew from it? Any experiences no, for like sure. that you'd be comfortable sharing? Very, very, yeah. Uh, a recent, a recent one has to be moving on. So I was a creative director for Publix. And in 2020, early 2020, I decided to I decided to leave. And um, you already know where this is going. Pandemic doom. Uh, it's about to hit. Yeah. I became a director of strategy for a local Tampa agency. And unfortunately, I was let go six months after I was in there. Um, yeah. You know, through through the pandemic. So, you know, it was. Um, 
as you can imagine, it was very, very hard to go from a director level to having nothing, right? Um, oh, yeah. Financially, you know, mentally. Um, so that was a big shock. And as you can imagine, um, figuring out how to come out of that was brutal. But I kind of, again, entrepreneurial mindset kicked in. And I was like, listen, if I'm going to film this industry, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to die on my own sword. That was kind of like my, my, my mindset at the time. So I decided to take the concept of the agency and mm -hmm. actually make it official, pull the LLC, yeah. retool, retool the business plan, reimagine what we we're doing. And I started doing the agency as a consultancy. And that was, um, and that, you know, the ups and downs of that was brutal. Um, which is why I love working with entrepreneurs because they are, there's, there's a special kind of crazy that you need to do this kind of work. Um, exactly. I, I like to say, and, um, and I've been through so many ups and downs that um, it's very meaningful to me to bring value um, to those, uh, to those folks that are going through it. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I know. And it's something where it's cool where like in our businesses, we can also relate to them because we are, entrepreneurs ourselves and yeah, you're walking you know, the walk we're, even sure. though we're yeah we're providing them a service but we can understand what it's like to be in their shoes at the, yeah, same the time. empathy the empathy is a little bit easier for sure yeah well then so shifting a little bit back to your book and so you went the self-directed self-publishing route um what was what's one tip you would give to other people kind of considering self-publishing themselves oh don't do it <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sounds brutal, but um, no, honestly, I would tell you what um, Sarah told me at the time, which was find, find a consultant who does this for a living. Find a consultant who yeah. actually publishes, uh, helps people publish for a living. Yeah. For two main reasons. Um, there is an unreal amount of design that comes with uh, writing your own book. So that's one component, one bucket that it was just next level. We can talk about it if you like, but that's next level. And then there is a housekeeping side that is bunkers, right? Like um, mm -hmm. from how do you get all of your actual, you know, your, your barcodes, how do you get it registered, you know, properly registered, um, and then building the infrastructure to um, sell and deliver, right? So then there's the whole marketing component of it all. So, right, right. So I literally did everything myself except for the design where I did the creative direction with my business partner. He is an incredible right. creative director and designer himself. So we brought him and one of my, uh, one of my art director um, partners as well who does my, my, my projects and they came together and we developed it and actually designed it. But that alone took a year, you know, like I, th this book has been sitting yeah. for, for two years in my computer. So wow. uh, definitely if you can find somebody who knows how to go from the written word to the market, you're mm. going to save a lot of time and time is money as we know. So yeah, that would well, be kind of similar to, Comparing to our industry where anyone can go make a website and get and get a logo, yep. either like on Canva, you know, you could do it mm -hmm. all yourself, but it's always going to be 
a better quality and probably a better experience for yourself for <laughs> if you sure. invest in a professional that knows what they're doing. For yeah, that was the that was the piece that was the piece for me. Like I've done I've done the promotional marketing advertising content creation side for for other you know companies that have released books and things like that. So I understood what needed to happen, but like anything yeah. else, once you get down into the into the weeds of things, like um, you know, it's weird because I had I had a notion of what I wanted this to be. I, I definitely had a vision for what it was supposed to be as far as like the structure of it. But there's yeah. something so magical that happens when you actually start putting pages together. And I did this purposefully um short. So um Okay. And something and something to to speak about too is this is actually two books. Um the original book, the original book was intended for an entrepreneur who has no time, obviously needs some form of um clarity, direction and strategy, which is really what the book was all about. And then in the process, um my wife who is uh she has a masters in instructional design um, she and I started talking about, she's also my business partner. So she and I started oh, okay. talking about what can they have? Like I, I always, in my mind, an entrepreneur who loves what they're doing, loves their business, has no idea, right? Like has no idea how this works, but likes to, again, like me, likes to sit down and actually work through things, uh, work through things. So I wanted to have an actual booklet that they could work with so she then so she then come in i did a raw version of of the booklet and then she came in and brought her incredible magic which to be honest with you i believe in both books but that booklet by itself uh it's incredible the 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 way that she elevated that work um was amazing so so it's actually two books Yeah. Well, it sounds like you almost turned it into like a lesson plan, you know, like it is, a, you it is a full blown 1000%. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you could even use that to host workshops or masterclasses and walk people Which through I'm, it. Kind of I'm working on you got you, you got, yeah. the, you know how it goes. You know how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> I got the pipeline. I got the pipeline uh, building for it uh, for sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So what's your, what's your favorite part of your book? Either, either version, I guess. <laughs> um, so my my favorite part I think has been who levitated towards it to be honest with you and I know that's a little bit of a cop out oh. answer but um no, that has I been don't. my actual favorite part of of this of being a self-published author I wrote it for entrepreneurs right and the first bit was very nuts and bolts like stop asking for logos then what should you do you know what what should I do then because that was always the the conversation so yeah. I always started with, well, get a business plan. And what does that look like? So that part is very important because that was the trend that I saw with all of the small businesses that I work with. They never have business plans because they just, right? Like they had a vision. I mean, the they're just trying to take it day by day. They're <laughs> literally, well, and the out. thing is like when these folks, like entrepreneurs are great at envisioning things. So mm-hmm. they know what the last piece has to be, but what they don't understand is that you need to have that you need to have certain milestones for other people to catch up and join you in that journey. Mm-hmm. And that's right. the, that's the bit that um 
So that part I knew was going to be notes and bolts. Then my favorite part of the actual book was my essentially my thesis, which was this in, in, this idea of brand filters. And what does that mean? So I actually introduced a concept of brand filters, which is very much how social media communications builds. And that's how we do our branding work and we do our campaign work in a different way. And it's 100% inspired by my experiences in working for Forbes, you know, top four com yeah. uh, companies as well as um, global brands. There were just concepts that I developed as I, you know, in my career, as well as my wife's instructional design mindset to and, and approach to um, to problem solution, you know, problem solving. So, so the concept of brand filters is kind of my thesis, and that's the back end of the book. And I, I get into it. So I would say that obviously, selfishly, I guess, like that was my gift to the industry. Um, yeah. And and the book, there's you know, like the title is very sassy, but that wasn't on purpose. Um, <laughs> that was a happy accident that happened. In one of those social media tests that I was doing. Um, really, I had like it was like in one week, I had like the fifth person who came to me and said, "Hey, Alex, you know, can you make me a logo?" And I was <laughs> so pissed. Like I was just so pissed. <laughs> and now, mind you, yeah. that's we all know it, right? Like we know that's a, that's an inside joke for for marketing people. Right. But I was legitimately, I was so pissed. I just grabbed my phone. I went to, you know, went to an Instagram story and I just wrote in all caps, stop asking for logos. <laughs> but then check this out. But then my kid's school in middle school had this poster that said, it was like rules to post on social media. It's for like for teenagers to like think about what to post on social media. And yeah. it's basically, and it's basically this notion of like, are you adding any kind of value to anything, right? So, right. so I was like, me saying stop asking for logos is gonna sound petty and useless. So then I was like, here's what you should do instead. And I just did one, two, three, four, five. Right. Dude, and I was, and I was literally just like spitballing because again, I've been doing this for twenty years. I'm just kind of like, these are the things that you should do first before you talk to me. You gotta, you gotta do these things first. Um, right. And. So that sassy moment just blew up the blew up the DMs. Honestly, like it just basically I mean, so people started actually. like messaging me, messaging, and I was like, "Oh shit, there's something here." Yeah. So full circle moment, you know, about a year later, as I'm as I'm working on the book and and I'm kind of like actually like writing, um, which how I wrote it was also very different. Um, instead of a word document, I forced myself to write it on a on a slide. Just because I always envisioned this being a square book because I wanted, yeah, so in Google Slides. Oh, um, Google Slides, okay. Yeah, Google Slides, so um, PowerPoint, whatever. <laughs> I don't know what the, <laughs> depending no, on your Google generation, slides, whatever, <laughs> PowerPoint, Google Slides, uh, Keynote. Um, <laughs> so I, I have been working with so many entrepreneurs who have, again, you already said it, right? Like they're in it. They're just trying to get through the day. Yeah. Attention spans are 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 are, are very short, and their yeah. patient is very short, right? Um, so I forced myself to just write in half of a Google slide um slide. Um, wow. So 
I was very, <laughs> yeah, no, and that was very much that was to force me to write to write. You know, it's like this is the copywriter, right? Like forcing myself to just be um, to be super tight. Um, yeah. So I've always envisioned this kind of square book because I was thinking very much of that Instagram kind of honoring the beginning of like an Instagram square. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so that was kind of like the inspiration. And again, this is what happens to us. Like I was already thinking about the design as I'm writing, but as I'm actually putting the pages together and the book is coming together, the original title was going to be something about brand filters because I was introducing this concept, right? Um, the power of brand yeah. filters was it was it was the it was a little bit of um of a code name for it, and stop asking for logos became the obvious. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, it's so, just so good. What's really interesting <laughs> is so what's really funny is so it didn't exist. So I was like, holy shit, that's cool. Oh, pardon me. Right. Um. It's so like, <laughs> it didn't exist. And then what has happened is designers have actually been the one who levitated towards it. Right. And, and I feel I terrible. Like you're speaking they to were the not, yeah, they were not my um, they were not my target audience at all. Like I had business minds, but here's the thing, <laughs> they are business minds, right? Designers, but yeah. because they yeah. deal with this so much. And you know, this is something I I just shared this with somebody before, but in, in, my, in my career, I was always a translator, right? I was this marketing person, marketing educated person on a creative role, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So it makes sense why I ended up being the person kind of authoring briefs because I was speaking both languages. Right. Um, and I, so I, I, I could write a brief or I could answer it. But what happens is I became a translator and that's a career director. That's your literal job. Like what does right. the business need? And then how can the creative team develop something, right? Yeah. So I absolutely love, and that's what I'm saying is that what I love the most about it is now designers actually have a guide for themselves. Right. Because now they have this tool. So now the book is an actual tool for them to guide their clients. And I did not see that. I did not see that in my mind. I missed that completely, which is why, you know, staying humble is important. Um, yeah, <laughs> but um, but that has been absolutely the favorite thing uh, the book has given me is that is who levitated towards it. Yeah, that's really cool. That I mean, it, it makes sense that it really connected with designers. Now but does, yeah, you right? never know who it's going to impact. Um, yeah, for sure. Have you noticed since you published a book has it helped with your personal brand, like credibility, or you know, help bring new client opportunities to your doorstep? Um. Okay, so let's 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 get let's get to the let's get to the the behind the scenes stuff. So, yeah, this was one thousand percent the strategy. The strategy was very much I needed to have an entry product that could get you know people that could connect with people who enjoyed my approach to branding. Right, that was the, that yeah. was the, the original intention, and mm -hmm. in my own personal purpose. Um, you know, I, I did some some work with a coach out of New York, and I've been changing my life to align to my my personal purpose, not my professional, my personal purpose. Um, and essentially, teaching was the 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 foundation of it. So, right, I haven't I haven't had a crazy amount of business because of it. 
um, if I may be honest here, like this is again, these are the yeah. ups and downs. Um, yes. It hasn't <laughs> been. I was hoping that it would. I was hoping, but to be honest with you, that's where time comes in. Um, so, so I am working, like you mentioned, I am working on a masterclass. I am working on developing that side of things so that people can have, uh, so that the pipeline is a little bit more, more direct. The -hmm. coolest thing I've done was I was invited by, um, Tarek from Flipper Flop. I don't know if you know that show from the, so, uh, so Tarek Musa. So he had a training day uh, here in, in, in town. Um, my brother-in-law was working with his camp. And um, I did a special session. I did a special branding session for them. So I would say that's wow. the most direct because of the, because the book exists. You know, yeah. I got, and that was a huge. They wanted you to come speak and teach. And, so, yeah. So yeah. that was, um, so that, that has been the most direct one for sure. Um, so yeah, it's um I'm patiently waiting. I'm patiently waiting. I hope that this, you know, this connects with the right people as well and once you get into it, I hope that, you know, uh people find value in it and yeah. And it helps and it helps, you know, uh, long term. I I also took a I took a big shift this year as well, so I'm not working the business full time, so that also has a lot to do with it. Um Right. But um, it does have to do how much effort are you putting into your business? No, one hundred percent. Well, and get. um, and this is the part where like put the 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 heavy music in the background if you have it. Um, <laughs> I I uh I legit thought I was dying this summer, so um, I had a really big yeah. health scare this summer. Um, okay. yeah, I had a stroke. Uh, I went on heart failure and I had a stroke, and I've been on heart failure ever since. So, oh my gosh, the you know life made me stop completely mm. um the crazy thing is that i was at the i was at the post office delivering my first batch of books <laughs> so when it, when it happened so what so i had this yeah so this year has been absolutely bonkers but yeah. again, you after two years leading up to the, I couldn't let it go. So I've been, you know, slowly um, working working with some folks to get to get it moving again. And um, and we yeah. sold we sold the first fifty. Um, so self publishing. Okay. So we self published, but we we didn't do the Amazon route. We actually self published and self printed. So we found a um, we found a, a small print shop in North Carolina, I believe. Um, okay. yeah. so we, um, so we, uh, we printed 50 copies, um, of 50 bundles okay. and we're officially sold out. So, um, that's incredible. Hey, so that was, so for me, like that was my first hur- uh, hurdle was, can we move these first 50 units, you know? Um, right, right. so that was amazing. And then about two weeks ago, so beginning of December, uh, we ended up, releasing the digital interactive version of it. So now we have a digital okay. PDF and then an interactive PDF for people to actually fill everything up in their machines. So, yeah. That's really smart. Yeah, some people are more typers, some are more handwriters. Yep. yep. I don't so love handwriting, so <laughs> I can type like so fast. So yeah. That's amazing. Well, yeah, um, remind us again of, obviously, the book titles. There's no way we could forget that. But where can people find it? Where can people purchase it? So right now, 
the digital version is the only one available. You can go to stopaskingforlogos.com. Okay. And, you know, it's a full e-commerce store. So you go in and I do have a special code for um, courtesy of 100 Roses from Concrete. So they, um, um, they are, we're doing this as a, as a collaboration together. Oh, so cool. um, Roses23 is the code to for $25 off. So um, I'm super okay, excited. Roses23. Roses23 is, is the code. So yeah, so the book is $29.99. The digital version, I did a special launch price of $19.99. Uh, uh, and the code gets it down to $4.99. Um, oh. and, and that was just honestly, it's one of those things. I believe in it that much, to be honest with you. Like yeah. I just, uh, it was the end of the year. It's been a crazy year. And if this can help, you know, more than more than one person, uh, I will be so happy. So um, yeah. So yeah. So right now there's a digital copy. And, and again, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a designer, whoever you are, if you're a marketer who just likes new concepts, right? Like I challenge yeah. strategy. I challenge the industry in it. <laughs> Oh, good. Um, I get I get I get sassy in it a little bit. <laughs> oh, good. I'm excited. Yeah, I feel like even us as marketers, we need to continue growing. I mean, we have to continue growing and learning yeah. and reading and expanding our knowledge because yeah. of the industry we're in. The markets don't so care what you know. <laughs> yeah, the markets right. do not care what you know. So for sure. Right. It's always whatever the next best thing is. Mm-hmm. Well, right now it's AI. So. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> it's a um, whole other conversation and what's the best place for um, our audience to find you and connect with you so i am everywhere under sosaic s-o-s-a-i-c that is short for social mosaic um honestly uh linkedin and instagram are the most active i would say yeah. So okay. I'm always I'm always sharing my thoughts and always sharing opportunities, whether it's jobs or uh, mentoring opportunities. Uh, you can find me just Google Sosaic, S O S A I C, and um, okay, you'll find me everywhere there. Well, perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining us, and we wish you, you the best on me. your exciting journey. And so, with that, it's time to turn the page on another episode of. Thought Garden on the air. We'll plug all this information in the show notes. Um, if you have any questions about becoming an author, marketing your book, or if you're interested in coming on the show, sharing your own story, definitely connect with me at rosarium.work on all social platforms. Would love to hear from you. Thanks for listening today. We look forward to seeing you on our next segment of the Authors on the Air radio show. Have a great day, everyone. <laughs>